Hello and welcome back to another episode of Destroyed Digital, a digital marketing podcast. I'm Chris Asher. And I'm Mark Chin. And Mark, today we're talking about business. Funny business. Yes, that's right. Today we're talking about the Comics Lounge in Melbourne. That's right. The business are funny. They are Australia's premier comedy club. And uh, they've been ranked uh, in the top seven, I think, in the world. Oh, they've, they've, had, they've had some really awesome acts come through as well, haven't they? Uh, the best. Yeah. World so. class. Uh, like, they've had, I've seen Joe Rogan there. I've mm. seen Chris Rock there. Really? Yeah. Da- Dan Aykroyd? No, I haven't <laughs> seen Dan Aykroyd there. Jesus, Dan, get your act together. That that's a call back to something that we were talking about before the episode. So I don't expect you guys to understand what the hell that was, but it's in the podcast now. I haven't edited it. <laughs> I haven't edited it out. So what are the Comics Lounge doing that we think that we can help them with? Okay, well, the Comics Lounge, it's show business, right? The business of show, right? Yep. And and that business is to sell tickets, right? Bums on seats. Bums on seats. People right. buying dinners, people uh, buying drinks. Mm, mm. And uh, the only way I can do that is by selling tickets. Yep. I got in touch with Grant Lee, who runs the business with his brother Dan and uh, father Tony. And mm. so it's a family business, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Yep. And they've been going for, I don't even know how long they've been around for, like before my, way before my time, that's for sure. Right. So yep. they're really a staple part of, you know, Australian comedy. Well, I think the staple part of um, the comedy scene globally in general, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're Australia's part. Yeah. And I was hoping that I'd actually get a chance to have a chat with him on the phone before we did this episode, but I wasn't able to get in touch with him and here we are recording. But that's okay because we've had a look at uh, the, you know, the social media, the website, and Mm. I've got so much that I want to talk about. Awesome. I mean, that's one of the beautiful things about doing a digital marketing podcast. Yeah. If you're not on the if you're not on the digital's marketings, yes. <laughs> we've got something to sell. We've got something to sell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, with that in mind, um, you know they've got a lot of the resources that they need to implement all of this sort of stuff. So yep. hopefully uh, they find it useful, and we see them implementing some of this stuff. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, from what I can tell, I mean, just having a quick quick scan. Yeah, is that they're doing a lot of stuff right. Yeah, they are. They've got their Instagram profile. Like the Instagram game is. Is great. Uh, I can't fault it. So hmm. I've I've had a look on there. Can't fault it. Not yep. going to try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, uh, and and th- they are successful. And I do know that they still do a lot of offline marketing. They do a lot of. They do a combination of online and offline. I think they probably do a bit more offline. A bit more effort goes into the offline than it does in the online. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it because it's been proven to work? Yeah, I mean, yeah. they've been doing it for so long yeah, yeah. that, you know, going door to door selling tickets, like having a team of salespeople yeah. actually going to walking into businesses and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, selling ticket packs and stuff yeah. like that. It well, works. I've worked in at least two different offices where the Comics Lounge um, door knockers have come through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had I've had Gab Rossi come in uh, back in, I think, 2010 at a web development company that I worked at and I had a bit of a chat with him. Yep. Uh, he actually told me about the workshops that they do on a Tuesday uh, way back then. And it took me, I think, five years after that for me to actually get to one. Oh, right. Was that your was that your first that was foray my... into comedy? Yeah, yeah, that was. It wow, was. there you so, go. 
That's how I found out so maybe about don't that. stop the door knocking. Definitely don't it's stop the door knocking. Definitely for working, sure. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But one of the things that I was uh, thinking about was they've got like their Facebook presence is really good, mm-hmm. but I think that they could be doing more with their audience because yep. they've okay. got a huge audience. Okay. So the morsel here is that you can have your digital marketing live side by side with your offline marketing. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can work those two things together. Mm. Absolutely. And here's one of the ways that I was thinking that you could do that because yep. I, I ran through their website mm-hmm. and you can buy tickets to individual shows. Yep. They also sell ticket packs and that's what they do door to door. But you don't see any of that on the website. Right. So if you buy a ticket pack from one of the sales reps, mm-hmm. then you get a discounted price. You get you're buying in bulk. Yeah, that's how it kind of works. Yep. And I think that that might be one of the reasons that they don't do that online is because if if everyone goes online and buys the ticket backs in bulk, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. they're not selling the individual tickets and yep. all of that sort of thing. Yep. What I would suggest, they've got online sales facilities. Mm-hmm. I'd set up a product that was maybe a little bit more bulk. Yep. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, so if they're selling, I don't know how many they sell. I think it might be 10 tickets or eight or, tickets or, or something or like that. Or something. I can't yeah, remember either. Yep. Uh, maybe, maybe up the amount of tickets. Mm-hmm. Or another thing you could do is sell the same packs, but a little bit more than what you'd buy if that were door to door. Mm-hmm. And then if you created a coupon code and gave it to... Yeah, I see where you're going. Each rep had their own coupon code yep. that brought it down to the same price. Then you could track that sale back to that rep and yep. give them their commission or whatever it was yeah, yeah. So based on the coupon code. Yeah, that's a great way of doing it. Like it so you, there's no pressure on the... Um, on the business to buy now as well, they can still, you know, take it and socialize it amongst everyone and get some orders together. Yeah. And then still reap the benefits of the um of the of the discount, the door to door discount. That's another thing actually that um a lot of those uh reps are also comedians. Mm. And I'm not I'm not sure who all of them are. I know a few of them. Um but some of them might have podcasts and if they were to use that coupon code as oh, absolutely as a sales tool through their podcast, yep. you you might be able to get a bit more reach mm. from those individual reps because mm-hmm. they're now spruiking your product in order to get their little commission through the coupon code. And fantastic, that, yeah. Especially if you're if you're on, isn't it? If you're on in in a, in a few weeks, you can spruik your spot. And say, come to my spot and go buy some tickets. Bring your friends. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, Coupon codes, I think, would be a really good way to track back uh, those reps yep. specifically yep. and give them their commission and help sell bulk tickets more on yep. the website. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Offline, online, living in harmony. Now, talking about podcasts, that mm-hmm. is the one thing that I genuinely believe the Comics Lounge should be doing. I think they should have a Comics Lounge podcast. Okay, so they have 96,000 Facebook uh, followers, Facebook likes on their page that yep. they, they post stuff out to. And look, the content that they're posting at the moment is really good. It's, it's on brand. It's funny videos. It's shareable. It's memes. Mm. They run these little competitions of, you know, tag someone who wants free tickets and they'll start sending out some free tickets to get those bums in seats. Yep. And that really works for them. And I think that they could leverage 
further leverage that audience uh, by posting out a podcast that they actually produce themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that the content that they produce is mostly photos and stuff yep. and the odd meme and the tag a person mm-hmm. kind of thing. Video is going to take way too much effort, especially for the frequency that they they need to be posting at. Yep. Because they've got new acts coming through every week. Yep. That's why I think that a podcast would marry up with that really well because all of the acts that they get on, mm. the the acts that they have on every week are like they have one headliner that does a run, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I think it's four or five nights. And they one of those nights could be spent recording a podcast in the green room there. Yep. Either before or after the show, maybe half before, half after. Mm-hmm. Um but they've, that gives them name guests that yep. they can easily get because they know where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. fits into their schedule. Yep. They've got a audio engineer in-house mm-hmm. that can do the recording, yep. can potentially edit it down if they're, if they're happy to, you know, pay that little bit extra for them to do that, yep. which I think is absolutely worth it. Mm. They can post out to their current audience of, you know, 96,000 on Facebook, however many on Twitter, all yep. of that sort of thing. Um, and then in those episodes, they can mention who the headliners are coming up. Absolutely. And it gives them an opportunity to really, truly engage with their audience mm-hmm, rather mm-hmm. than have that one way, hopefully Facebook, like, yep. let people see this post. Yep. At least with a podcast, if you've got engaged subscribers, they're definitely going to listen to all of the episodes. Mm, definitely. I mean, you, you, Or the majority of them anyway. The many avenues that the Comics Lounge already uses to get in touch with their audience, you just leverage that, you know. Exactly. Um, you've got the email database, you've got the Facebook page, you've got the Instagram, you know. Um, I believe their email database is probably the biggest... I, I'd, I'd imagine that's probably bigger than the Facebook I would, likes. I would... The amount of years that they've been going for and building it. Yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, f- people are buying tickets online. You've captured that email. Yeah, exactly. So you've already got pay- you've got paying customers on your list. Mm. You'd be able to push the podcast out to them so that they yep. know. Because emails, a lot of the times people will, you know, just, oh, it's another email from the Comics Lounge, trash, yeah. you know. Yeah. But with actual content that's entertaining that you're providing, then you can provide the content that would have been in the email up the top of the podcast or in the middle of the podcast, wherever it fits well. Exactly. So, you know, coming up at the lounge this week, it could be the way that you open the podcast. Oh, yeah. And to be able to get, you know, additional content from your favorite comedian that you wouldn't get on stage is, you know, quite valuable, I think. Yeah. Here's one of the things about comedy podcasts is everyone's got one, right? The thing that makes the Comics Lounge podcast different is they can get the biggest acts on there, the biggest names, Mm. and they've already got a huge audience that they can push it out to. So I have no question of whether it's going to get listens. Yep. It's just what value you can give your listeners. Exactly. And then on top of that value that you're giving them give them information on the venue and events that are upcoming yeah that's right and and a call to action that isn't too hard sell yeah yeah i mean look honestly it's 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 the comics lounge podcast if they had a landing page set up to sell those bulk tickets yeah they could just go here don't forget you can get bulk tickets with this coupon code that's you know. right. And if Dan Aykroyd ever decides to go on <laughs> tour, they could give him a landing page and go buy Dan Aykroyd tickets. Exactly. 
Oh, man, I'm the only person that's going to find that funny, but I'm leaving it in. You can, you can enjoy that. That's for me, everybody. So I think that's the biggest thing that um, I would suggest to them. Like mm. They're doing a lot of stuff really well. Um, I do have a few things with the website that I would like to sort of address with them. Yep. Um, I actually went onto one of the pages and when you when you click to buy tickets, when you select the night, mm. there's a little bit of a glitch. You have to click right in the little the button thing. I saw you doing that. I was wondering what you were doing. Yeah, I was I was going, I, hang on, it's not letting me select the night. And mm. then I realized, and that could actually potentially be a, you know. A showstopper. Yeah, a mm. showstopper, so to speak. <laughs> well done, Mark. So I would probably get that fixed ASAP. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... I also checked they've got the Facebook pixel so they can remarket to people. On Facebook? On Facebook. Fantastic. So I hope they're using that. Mm. If you want to know about remarketing and have a listen to a strategy that we came up with for a previous episode for Green Horse, yep. go it's check two, out that episode. Two episodes back, I think. Two episodes back. And maybe that'll give you some ideas on you know what you can do to remarket to people who have been to the site. Another thing that I want to bring up, I've got so much. I'm really sorry, you guys. I've got heaps. Uh, Don't go. Just listen. Keep listening. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that the Comics Lounge do is they do venue hire. Hmm. And part of that is, you know, for fundraising events and they also hire out their comics and all of that sort of stuff as MCs. As MCs. And right. All yes, of, of course. Of so, so make a night of it or make a, like an, your, have your own comedy event, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I know that a lot of big companies and stuff do hire out for like their end of year thing. Christmas parties Christmas or something. Parties oh, yeah. and, or like other yeah. events. Yeah. I think that if you set up and maybe they do have this set up, I, I don't know. I can't see from their main website, but if they had dedicated landing pages that are optimized for conversion, mm. that way they can, you know, run these promotions at certain times of the year yeah. and yeah. target very specifically their paid advertising and that sort of thing. Mm. And then mm. remarket using the pixel. That's it. All that stuff, all that good stuff. All that good stuff. We did talk about that in a previous episode, and that's why I'm sort of skimming over it. What was that episode we were talking about, landing pages? No, it was Nudo Weddings. Ah, uh, Nudo, because they do venue hire. Exactly. That's probably another episode that you should go back and listen to. We'll, put, uh, we'll have to put links in the show notes for this one. Yes, Chris. Yeah, I know. That's your job. You'll have to put notes. You'll have to put links in the show right, notes, I'll Mark. A, I'll put in a Trello board. Uh, I will <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, what other um, nuggety morsels of goodness have you got for us? I think for me, content-wise and all of that sort of thing, that's really that's really about it because uh, essentially they're doing a lot of the stuff really well. Hmm. Um, but I think that they just need to be producing some of their own content. Yeah. And I think a podcast is probably the easiest and also the most effective uh- Absolutely. I mean, not just on the content front, also on the search marketing front, isn't it? You've got the, an, a headliner in the name of the podcast, in on the name of the page. Yeah. And it's so, searching for the headliner. Exactly. So if you've got a podcast, you're going to have a page on your website dedicated to that episode. And that's going to come up in search results and, you know, help you guys get found more. Not that the Comics Lounge in Melbourne really have that much trouble getting found. But no, but it's just, it's part of your SEO mix. Yeah, mm. it just comes into it. Yep. Do you have any suggestions, Mark? 
you, you've hogged them all, Chris. Oh. You've hogged them all. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I just, this is one that I just, I feel like to me would just, it's a cakewalk. Yeah. You know, like yeah. comedy's something that I'm very passionate about and making mm-hmm. content. And I'm usually there helping people make content. So yeah. filming shows and, and doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when it comes to that sort of thing, oh, here's an idea for you. I'm running a campaign with a comedian at the moment uh, where we film a, a full show, right? Yep. Then we take that full show, we cut it down to a whole bunch of clips that we publish on the lead up to the next show. Hmm. And when he does the next show, we're going to record that, cut those clips up again, yep. but start posting them out as a build up to the next show. Hmm. And the cycle continues. Yep. So having sort of a a plan of how you would do, say, a podcast and maybe cut up some snippets of that, maybe you'd be able to start posting those on YouTube Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with just a photo or a slideshow with some clips and stuff like that. Yeah. There's there's so many ways that you can sort of recycle that content and, and put it in different places. Yeah, I totally agree. Just for laughs, the Montreal Festival does that really, really well. Yeah, I think that one of the problems though with um with video content at the Comics Lounge. So this is this is one of the things that you've got to be careful in comedy is once a comedian's material's out there, it's considered burned, right? Yeah. So when you do a TV spot. Mm. Okay, you can't do that at your show now. Yeah. So when the Montreal Festival posts out the the clips, it's of the gala usually, and yeah, it's right. been televised, so it's kind of like so it's kosher. It's yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So it's already burned material. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I I would think that most of the headliners that would come through to um would come through the comics lounge would not want their stuff recorded and posted. Mm-hmm. So that's where it gets difficult with video content for a place I like this. I see what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it is it is doable if you, you know, mention to any of the headliners, is there a certain thing that we're allowed to film or something yeah. like that, certain joke or bit that we're allowed to film. But then you start getting into the world of admin for content and I think a podcast solves that admin problem of uh i need to review mm, it all mm, of that sort mm, of thing yeah it's just it's non-scripted it's easy yeah so that's that's why i think the producing um podcast content is the best way to go for these guys and they really really should be doing it they get to own their content they get to market to their audience and engage in a more meaningful way with them and also push out all of their information uh, of events and stuff to that audience. All right. And that's the end of all that funny business. That's right. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks to Grant for, uh, you know, I, I got in touch with him on Facebook and it took him like a couple of weeks to get back to me because of course I didn't think, of course his Facebook messenger is just filled with people going, Hey, could I have a gig? Lots of riffraff, you know? <laughs> so just just the fact that he saw mine and opened it to see what I had to say and got back to me, I really appreciate that. So thanks, Grant, for doing that. Yeah, sorry, thanks, Grant. Sorry we couldn't get in touch uh, to have a chat about this before we did the episode, but I pretty much was just going to talk about this anyway. So, so here we go. Um, <laughs> if you like this episode of the podcast, it would be a great idea to leave us a review.
please leave us a review, a good review, um, and that will help support the podcast. Another way you can support the podcast is to vote for us in the Australian Podcast Awards. I know they're not out yet for voting, but just stay tuned. Keep an eye on our website. We'll have a link up. It would mean a lot to us if you voted for us. Yeah, man, we're in two categories. Yes, we are. Yeah. And finally, if you know a business that could do with some free marketing advice or if you own a business and want some free marketing advice, all you have to do is go to www.destroydigital.com.au and there's some forms there that you can fill out and that'll give us a bit of information. We'll get in touch with you. We'll have a chat and then we'll give you our thoughts on, on what you could be doing. That's right. And go destroy something today. <laughs>